Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, amma ba'd, assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Brothers and sisters, welcome back to Get to Know. This is your weekly podcast all about seeking knowledge. Where we go through advices and tips and pointers and reminders all pertaining to knowledge from a different angle every week. Mm-hmm. So... This podcast is now available on the podcast app if you're on iPhone and on the Stitcher app if you're on the Android. And you can also listen to it from SoundCloud. Just go to the link below, inshallah ta'ala, and you'll be able to find the link to it, inshallah ta'ala. Akhi, today... Oh, sorry, you want to say something? Yeah, I do. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You always forget that. Yeah, sorry, man. Oh, it's okay. So, inshallah ta'ala, so today's younger, discussion... It's the younger brother, older brother problem, isn't it? Say that again? I said it's the younger brother, older brother problem. No. <laughs> okay. So today's discussion, inshallah ta'ala, is going to be That's not me mocking it. I really don't want you to Okay, we're in trouble. Okay, inshallah. Today's discussion is going to be around the topic of um of going broke when you want to seek knowledge. Because the two kind of seem to be linked. You want to yeah. seek knowledge? You go broke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. What's 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 up with that? Is is are the two connected, or does it just happen to be you know, just you know, it's weird. It's weird. It's you know sometimes. Yeah, it's it's it, it's really strange matter because even me, for example, when I started seeking knowledge, and um, I thought to myself, you know. Okay, it's a, it's a piece in the cake, you know. It's just go to a class, um, take notes, learn about Quran, Sunnah, go back home, memorize it, come back the next day, knowing the stuff, and just keep moving. And, no, you know, have a job at the same time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn, <laughs> but Subhanallah, the way, Wallahi, it's 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 weird. The way knowledge works is that you have to give it everything. You can't focus on anything else. So one of the biggest problems. That I faced was when I wanted to seek knowledge, I needed to have money at the same time. Money to go to classes, money to, to go to the masjid to attend the rules there, money to travel abroad if I need to, money to buy books. All of this was required from me. And books are very expensive. Books are extremely expensive, especially in the UK. Because they've been imported internationally. Yeah. And so in that process, my mind was just in, in such confusion. I'm like, what do I do? I need to buy this book But I don't have money Like What do you do? And subhanAllah This is something that you find the Salaf have spoken about Over and over again This issue of When a person takes the path of seeking knowledge Be prepared for poverty Be prepared And give yourself That beautiful glad tidings That you're going to go broke Because that's exactly what happened When a man came to Imam al-Shafi'i Rahimahullah and he said to him, Ya Imam Shafi'i, he said, teach me hadith. So when he said that, Imam Shafi'i looked at him and he said, do you want to study hadith? Huh? Said, okay, are you serious? Okay. If that's the case, then let me give you glad tidings of poverty. So I remember that Ustad said that statement to me. Yeah. Ustad Abdul Rahman was our teacher. We were in the uh, Baraka bookstore in Leighton. Uh, this is probably the second or third trip we had to the bookstore Mm. where we were like starting to build our own library and i remember i i I picked up some books and i was looking at the others i was like "Mm, maybe i don't need this right now and Mm. i was trying to calculate how much it costs and i was you know i had some stuff money and i wanted to use the money for other things and i was trying to work out how much money should i spend 
on this particular purchase right here. Mm-hmm. Ustad was like telling me, you have to get this book. And I looked at him, I was like, Ustad, I, 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 you know, I don't have <laughs> enough money for that. You know, that I, I've got money, but I need to spend it on other things. Mm-hmm. He looked at me and he smiled and he said, you wanted to seek knowledge, right? He said, I give you the glad tidings of poverty. <laughs> But he said that, I was like, okay, he got me up excited. <laughs> and I went and I bought the book and then I became poor, I became broke. But the, the, the point here is that, you know, I, I don't want to belittle the importance of seeking risk and having a living. No doubt, no doubt. All the ulama would do that. For example, Imam Al-Albani, rahimahullah ta'ala, you know, he was a watchmaker. Mm-hmm. He was a watchsmith, mm-hmm. right? And every morning... So you would, call it watchsmith? I think you do call it watchsmith, right? In Urdu you say garivala. Uh, so I, you know, what's I think it is a watchsmith, right? I don't know. I thought it was a watchmaker. Oh, wait, okay, okay. He was a watch watchmaker, watch fixer. So I, yeah, he used to fix watches. Mm-hmm. I don't think he made them. So every morning he would open up his shop, and he because he was he was so good. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is one of the amazing things. You know, like to be a scholar of hadith and to pay attention to the small intricacies within the hadith, pay attention mm-hmm. to small details. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're looking at the chain of narration and you're looking at the metan and you're trying to work out, you know, what went wrong and you know you have to have a very detailed eye. So it's it, it was it, it's interesting that that his his you know like dunya work reflected that as always. You know looking at the watch with you know fixing little things, and then he would basically work for a few hours and he close the shop, and then he would take whatever money he had for that day, and he would he would basically go spend it on his basic essentials and his necessities mm. and spend the rest of the day doing what he loved most, which was studying, teaching, mm. authoring, Hadith, researching yeah. hadith. So we're not saying one shouldn't seek a means to this, but what we're trying to say is that. You need to have your priorities right mm-hmm. And that's for a number of reasons Primarily, more than anything else Is that, look When you look at knowledge and when you look at money If you don't really appreciate what knowledge is Then you will give value to money before the knowledge uh-huh. So for example, you won't take certain days off Because you're like, you know I need to get this money mm-hmm. You'll spend extra time You'll do an overtime You know, to get that bonus yeah, that To get bonus, that overtime yeah. money you know, because that's more important to you. Mm-hmm. But if you're a person who's, for you, it's like this is just I'm just trying to get money, because I know I need to, I I I've got certain basics I need to fulfill. Mm-hmm. Okay, from those basics are the money that I need to spend towards my knowledge, mm-hmm. seeking knowledge. If I'm gonna go abroad, paying for my studies, that or whatever else have you, right? So then, what you do is in that situation is that you don't work more than necessary, mm-hmm. because for you the money is only a necessity. Exactly. So when you got your necessity fulfilled, <coughs> then you go and do that which you love the most. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. It's like Imam Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah said. You know he 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 gave so many examples of of why you know m- knowledge is greater than money. Yeah. You know yeah. one of those things he said was that knowledge will go into your grave with you, but money won't go into your grave <laughs> with you. Right? He said he said uh, the knowledge, you know. You uh, the, It takes care of you The knowledge takes care of you mm-hmm. It prevents you from doing sins It prevents you from messing up But money you take care of it Yeah. He said you know Money is hard to carry around Knowledge is easy it's Just in your heart It mm-hmm. just stays there so, And you know he gave a whole list of reasons Why knowledge is greater in value than mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. But when a person gets that For him it's like Every minute he can get He'll take a time off work mm-hmm. He'll take t- time off work To the point where we, He will start taking time off his sleep mm-hmm. He will t- stop taking time off His other recreational activities Because the thing that he loves the most Is the ilm mm-hmm. Is the knowledge mm-hmm. And this comes back to the issue of You know At-tawheed The same way when you have to have Tawheed When it comes to worshipping Allah You have to have Tawheed When it comes to seeking knowledge mm-hmm. The same way Allah Azza wa Jal He doesn't accept any shirk where you cannot worship anyone with him, knowledge doesn't accept shirk. Shirk means to share. 
Knowledge says, if you want to seek me, you need to seek me alone. Mm-hmm. It can't be money that you're seeking and me. It can't be me, money, and other goals. No, you have. To, I have to be the one primary goal in your life. Yeah. Because as the scholars would say, if you give knowledge some of yourself, knowledge will give you nothing. Because if you're giving some of yourself to knowledge, it means you're giving another part somewhere else. Yes. Yeah, but if you give knowledge everything, then knowledge will give you something. Something. But even then, it requires you to give it in in his mm-hmm. in your efforts, in his in terms of what you're what you're seeking. So mm-hmm. for that reason, you find a lot of people who want to seek knowledge. They don't give much value to money. For them, it's like okay, I need to pay for my kids, my wife, my this, my that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna get what I need. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm trying to gain the I'm mm-hmm. trying to gain that. Yeah. No, you know, I you, you, whilst you were talking, you just reminded me. I remember the first time. Um, when I heard Ustad mention that statement of Imam Shafi'i as well, um, and uh, we were in the, the center that we had in, ha- in Hausa, right? And I remember he, he mentioned the statement, and I asked him a question at the end of the class, and I said, Ustad, I said, is, is this like a must? Is this something that's going to happen to everybody? Like anyone that really takes that path of seeking knowledge, they're going to face the trials of poverty. Is it, is, is it true, or is that just an exception? He said, no. He said, this is true. Like everyone's gonna face it. Everyone has faced it, and everyone will face it. But he said, then there are a few exceptions to the rule, who Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will bless, and you know they won't have the problem. Of Thank you, Yeah. Right. So I remember I said I said to him I said, Ustad, inshallah, I'm gonna be that person. The exception. I said, yeah. I said, I, said, I really want to be that exception. So you have money and knowledge. So I have money and knowledge, and wallahi, that was not the case. You became broke. I became broke, and I I, I can really wallahi, I've been in those situations. Um, obviously, because I have a child, right? Allah Mabari. Oh, yeah. Allah Say Allah Mabari. I don't know. YouTube, I was going to find out now. But obviously, I have a child. So I remember so many times I've been in, in that situation where my wife sending me a community to get nappies. And I'm like, but they're going to the bookstore. Hmm? <laughs> like, the brothers are going to the bookstore. We're going. And the only money that I have is like, either I get this or I get that. And wallahi, sometimes you have to make that tough decision and say, you know what? Use a chadar. <laughs> use a chadar. We'll chadar means just use a cloth. Use a cloth, you know, instead of a nappy. And I need to get this hadith book. I need to get this book specifically. And wallahi, it's, it's going to happen. It's gonna happen. If you want to truly give knowledge everything, mm. you have to. I remember a statement of Imam Malik, rahimahullah ta'ala, when an issue was being discussed. Um, and he said that this matter... A person won't be able to understand it. He won't absorb this this one particular mas'ala until this person tastes the food of poverty. Subhanallah. Until he tastes the food Mamali of poverty. Imam Malik. And uh, Ibn Abdul Bar, he brings it in his kitab. Uh, wow, he said, until a person is t- meaning that like you're eating food of a poor man. Yeah. Not until you get to that that state, you're, you're not going to be able to understand these, these mas'ala. And you have to understand issues. what they mean there. What they mean there is that, Allah, from what it seems that they mean, the apparent of this statement is that you know when you get to a state of poverty you've basically shown knowledge you're all that I care about yeah and like, it's, it's, it's like look you have to understand something brothers and sisters yeah knowledge is like another is like another marriage mm-hmm. it's like another relationship mm-hmm. it is it's, a, it's another relationship I don't mm-hmm. think I, I think it seems kind of weird for people like what well, you, you, you you actually have to think between like nappies and a hadith book mm-hmm. yeah yeah wallahi I'm not gonna lie that's, that's, that's a shubha wallahi <laughs> no, sure. Sorry, that's a, that's a, that's a. But it happens. Well, because happens. because because I hear, you know, I've got the hadith of the messenger, I've got statements of the messenger, 
statements for which the Imam who offered this book 1200 years ago walked by foot for mm. six, seven months Wallahi, yeah. to search Sah. each individual hadith. Sah. This is the remember, remember what the Prophet said. Remember what he said. Mm. He said, You will not, uh, I think it's either you will not truly believe or you will not truly be from those who love me until you are able to sacrifice anything and everything that you have just mm. to see me once. Mm-hmm. So I ask you that question, brothers and sisters. Are you able to, to, to prove that your love for the Prophet is real? You have to be in a position where you can say, I'm ready to sacrifice everything and everyone that I have mm-hmm. in my life just to see him once. Not even to spend time with him. Mm-hmm. Just to see him once, alayhi salatu mm-hmm. But of course you can't do that. But the least you can do is sacrifice for his statements. Mm-hmm. To sacrifice to seek that noise. That's what it comes down to. Do you think we do this just because, or do you think people, forget us, do you think scholars and ulama, they do this just because for kicks? Mm-hmm. This is not like a gambling addiction. Or a drug addiction This is an, this is an addiction to Jannah. To Jannah It's an addiction exactly. to The statements of Allah This is an addiction to The statements of the Prophet And, and, and Wallahi it's true Like you know when you see When you see these Tulab uh, al And when they seek knowledge And they're doing their thing And you see that They truly are addicted to knowledge It's it's like a drug for them You know Like when nothing is on their mind There's nothing that they're focused about Nothing they care about The whole dunya None, none of that matters to them It's just I need to understand the statement, the ayah. I need to understand it. I need to find that statement of Sahabi. I need to understand this masala. That's all it's about. When I these are the people you see, they truly strive to, you know, to to to, to earn the face. Look, the example of that is Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala. Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu is the companion of the Prophet Ali Sassam who narrated the most hadith from all of the other companions. He narrated more hadith than any other Sahabi. You, some of you may not even seek knowledge, but you've all heard of Abu Hurairah, right? Radiallahu anhu. What what made him seek that knowledge? You know what he said? He said, "What allowed me to get as many hadith as I did, and the fact that the other companions couldn't get what I got is that he said the other companions became busy with dunya." Mm-hmm. They became busy with work. They, mm-hmm. they had to go out there, work in the farms, the agriculture, the trade. Because that's what busied him. Because me, I chose poverty. Do you know he lived in a masjid? He never had a house. He was from those who were Ahl Sufa, right? Mm-hmm. And they lived in the masjid. They never had their own house. And they used, he used to own one garment. One garment of clothing he used to wear. That one garment would basically cover... Would basically just be there to cover his aura, basically. Mm-hmm. And he would struggle with that even. He became he was so poor that he used to collapse sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yet, you know, he chose that life because he knew what he was gonna get in return. He was going to get the sunnah mm-hmm. of the Prophet. Remember, look, you want Jannah, right? Knowledge is knowledge is from the greatest means of Jannah. In fact, you can't do any worship without without knowledge. So so the more knowledge you have, the better your worship is. Mm-hmm. And you can't get to Jannah without worship, right? And mm-hmm. the reason your creator was to worship. So if that's the case, then the most valuable thing in this life is knowledge. You will seek after that. Tooth and nail mm-hmm. Do you understand mm-hmm. Like Wallahi We haven't given knowledge It's rights We haven't No doubt no You doubt. know When we I, You know Like Forget forget money Money is even hard to give up But you know what's even harder Is sleep <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Wallahi it's difficult Wallahi giving up sleep Yeah Wallahi it's so difficult Like I've seen Ustad Abdurrahman Give up the dunya Hatta mm. Hashem give up sleep Yeah Wallahi That one time Subhanallah Three days yeah, he was in his house. He didn't leave his library. He was there doing a research on um, atheism. atheism and evolution and etc. And subhanAllah, three days later, he came out and he saw us. And I don't joke, he looked like a zombie. Like he looked completely like 
drained and you know lifeless. I understand what happened to you. He's like, I've slept for three days. I've been researching this one this one issue. I said, Have you eaten? He said, just fizzy drinks and Harry Bow. Harry Bow. Hello, Harry Bow. Hello, Harry Bow. And just Doritos, you know. Barbecue ones. Uh, the barbecue ones. Barbecue ones. Barbecue, barbecue. barbecue ones. Barbecue ones. I'm like, Stan, let me get you food. He's like, he's like, I wasn't. Because obviously, you know, when, when you read a lot of things about atheism stuff, it, it takes you to a dark world. Yeah. You know, it? So he was like, well, I just, I need to do, I need to teach you guys a book on Aqidah. To give life to the heart. To give life to the heart. Is that was like the No, no, that's when we did Abdurrahman Rahman Yahya Mu'allimi's wasiyah. Ah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it's the day we, we our thobes in Huh? The day we were getting our thobes done. Oh, was yeah, it that day? Yeah, that yeah, day, yeah, yeah, day, yeah, yeah, yeah. SubhanAllah, yeah. But you know, that, this, I just remember another statement. I, and I remember I saw, I saw this. Um, if you guys know Mufti, Muhammad Munir. Hafizahullah Ta'ala. Hadith disciple. Hadith disciples. I remember I watched one of his videos about um, um, how 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 to be a true student of knowledge or something like that, and he mentioned the statement. I I believe he, the statement is attributed to Imam Malik, but I'm not too sure. Um, but it's it's attributed to one of the Salaf, where they basically said that a person won't truly really seek knowledge. Um, a person won't be a student of knowledge if he's worried about what he's going to eat next. Or if he's worried about his clothes, garments being ironed. Imam Malik. It was Imam Malik. I'm pretty sure it was Imam yeah. Malik. Yeah. And I remember when 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 I was listening to that, I was like, wow. I was like, at that moment when I was sitting and I was watching the video, I was thinking to myself, what am I gonna eat next? I'm hungry. And when he said that, I was like, wow. Well, I like, we're not true students from knowledge. Oh, well, I like, we're nothing close. We're nothing close. We don't give. We don't. We haven't given knowledge everything. You have to understand again what that statement means. You know what he means by that is that. He's not saying like he's saying you're so engrossed and indulging knowledge mm. that food doesn't come to your mind. But if you get to the point where you're like, oh, what are we gonna eat food? Mm-hmm. Your mind has not been occupied by mm-hmm. ilm enough. Mm-hmm. You, you have knowledge has to overcome you. Mm-hmm. Knowledge has to become like the blood flowing through your veins, like mm-hmm. the like the like, like the meat and the flesh that's wrapped around your bones. That has to be knowledge. Until until that happens, you're mm-hmm. not gonna get it. Like even me, like I'm 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 not saying this to um. To uh, you know, put myself in the category of these great scholars because, and I'm not saying this from any place of humility. I'm far from that. Like I said, I've got no, no problem in admitting that. But I'm only giving my example just because sometimes I feel like we can relate. When you, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I mean, I was a person. And if you guys saw my previous videos, I was you know a couple of years ago, like f- three, four, five years ago. I was very concerned about my image and the way that I look, mm-hmm. and you know everything has to be crisp, my clothes be ironed, fresh garments, designer garments. But since we Started spending time with Stad Abdurrahman. It went down the window, and recently, like I, I mean, think the last. If you, if, if you guys see him in morning classes, where he looks like I was, and I, I'm the guy. Where he, I don't care in the morning. I will get up. I will look. Sh- I will look sharp. I will lie. I've been I'm gonna lie. Last, I've, uh, it, it looks really bad. Yeah, I know it does. My my beard's like this. You know, I try even try comb it quickly, and you know my my, you know, my throat. But no, I haven't had. To, I haven't. When was the last time you brushed your teeth, man? No, no, no. I'm joking. <laughs> the the that's a sunnah now. That's a, that's a sunnah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's been one or two times where I couldn't brush the teeth. Yeah, yeah one or two times I was just like, I don't have time to brush my teeth. Well, I'm not. It happens. Don't act like it don't happen. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. Days Look at him. Right. When was the last time you think you had a haircut? It's a problem. <laughs> you talk about it all the time. Stop. No, no, no. no but is it not true? Huh? You have time to go get a haircut. 
No, I don't. Okay. I don't have money to get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> All lies are true. All lies are true. Any barbers out there, if you want to give me a free haircut, <laughs> how at your boy. <laughs> but the, what I'm saying is that, you know, we, we, we tasted it. Uh, not taste, we sniffed it. And um, when we sniffed it, you know, we started to realise really how true it is. Mm-hmm. When we got to that stage where we, we started to care less about the world, that's when knowledge started opening up to us. Mm-hmm. And I only pray that Allah Azza allows us to not just sniff, but taste, but chew, but mm-hmm. bite, but really, you know, savour it. So we can fully just put the, the dunya behind us. Mm-hmm. And shall I tell you guys something? Well, like, whenever a person turned away from the dunya and went towards the deen, wallahi, the dunya came knocking on his door. 100%. Or came knocking on her door. Wallahi, it happened. Wallahi, it happened. It, I promise you, it will come knocking on your door. We're not saying, by the way, to forsake your rights. Of course, you don't want to fall into a sin by not catering to your family. You know, if you've got a wife, you've got to pay for her, you know, her nafaka, her maintenance, kids. Of course, do that. But play things by, play things by what the need is. Mm-hmm. We're, not, you know, we're not even saying don't be successful. Some people, you know, some people, I meet them and I'm like, you know, mashallah, this khairin, you can go out there, get that money, you can benefit the ummah. Wallahi, you can. Mm-hmm. But what we're trying to say is, and we're not even trying to tell everyone here, go out there, and just go and become a full-time student of knowledge, even though we'd love for you to. But you know what? Everyone can take at least an hour a day to attend a class. Mm-hmm. Everyone can study for at least at least one hour a day. Everyone, can, or, or, or you can regularly come to at least one class a, a week. week. Or yeah. you can just sign up to an online Islamic studies institute where you can at least study like one or two videos a week. Mm-hmm. Everyone can do that. Everyone can do that. Remember, consistency is a key. As we said in one of the previous episodes, in al Jibala min al-Hasad, that the mountain... No matter how big and great it is, but ultimately it was formed by pebbles. pebbles it was tiny formed. pebbles that came together and they formed it. So, so just take a pebble a week, or take a pebble a day, to take a pebble a day, you know. But just, 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 just understand that sacrifice has to be made. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you, you know, the more sacrifice you make, like abandon the dunya in totality, that's when you're gonna become a scholar. Mm-hmm. Abandon it, you know, to some extent. Whatever extent you abandon is how much, how much knowledge you'll acquire. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at yourself right now and you're like, I'm stuck, I'm not acquiring knowledge and what you need to do is you need to drop some things. And you might be like, but I've got so much going on, but really what you need to maybe just reevaluate your priorities and ask yourself, really, do I need to be doing all these things? Because if not, let me drop some things and let me make some room for knowledge. I mean, a person who's got 24 hours a day, seven days a week, telling me you can't make time for one hour class a week, you're lying. You're lying. To yourself. Cut down your sleep, innit? Even yeah. if you didn't have I'm to not gonna lie, like I said to you, you can maybe cut down on money, cut down on sleep is a different thing. We, we, I have, it's a video. It's a video. A separate video. We'll, we'll teach you how to cut down on your sleep. Inshallah, like cutting down on sleep is a different video. Yeah? I, I, I actually think that's harder than. I think money yeah, yeah, you can yeah. let go. Sleep? Well, how's the shit on that? <laughs> how did you cut down on food? Sleep? Mm. <laughs> I, think, I think there needs to be a video on sleep and food. Yeah. Especially because we know that Allah created the night for sleeping, right? Yeah. So does it seem? It seems like there might be a contradiction in terms of. No, it's not a contradiction. Yeah, I'm just leaving that shumha. Okay. And then we'll explain it another video. It's, it's probably gonna come months later. This video because we have got a list. Whoa. Yeah. Still not gonna explain it. We're not gonna explain. It. Don't worry. There's. Well, if you don't know, it. get to know. You can be conservative. The point is, you sleep at night. Just don't sleep seven, eight hours. <laughs> so scholars on average sleep four hours. On average, every scholar will sleep no more than four hours. Stand up, Rahman. Sleeps four hours. We in scholars have been there. Four hours is hard. Yeah, it's hard. <clears throat> anyways, anyways, <laughs> guys, inshallah ta'ala, we'll end it there. 
uh, what I would like to do is, is I always like to, you know, not leave you guys, you know, passionate and motivated, but not give you an actual method and way of studying. Um, if you guys, you know, find it hard, difficult, you want to start off slow somewhere, then start off online. We have an online Islamic studies institute called the Knowledge College. I think it would be really good if you guys signed up, inshallah, to Ali, you registered and you can start studying. There's like two videos that come out a week. There's already so many that are already in advance. You know, you guys can catch up on, inshallah, ta'ala. Just do a little bit a week. One video a week, one video a day if you've got more time. You know, just set yourself a plan and, you know, consistently go through all the different subjects, working your way up to the top, inshallah, ta'ala. So just go to the link below and sign up. If you guys are local, you're in West London, then please make your way to Darul Salam Masjid. We have a class every single day. We've got a class every day in the morning at 7.30 a.m. except for Friday. That's the only morning we don't have a class. And Friday night and Saturday night, we have Tafsir and Sirah. Quranic studies and the life of the Prophet studies. So I think that would be great for all of you guys to attend, inshallah ta'ala. With that said, God love you and leave you. Don't forget, you can check out the podcast from the links below on Stitcher or the podcast app, depending on if you're on Android or iPhone. You can also, inshallah ta'ala, sign up to Knowledge College from the link below. Assalamu alaikum. If you don't know, get to know. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.